0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Mile High Vibes, your real estate and lifestyle show, where I, your host, Nick Bruce, blends the art of storytelling with the intricacies of real estate and lifestyle. From Denver and beyond, join us every other Monday at home or wherever you get your podcast to dive into vibrant worlds of music, cuisine, and adventures, and much, much more. Today, I have a good friend of mine and an amazing mixologist, I mean, his, his accolade, accolades, Go and start from many years ago, but nine years at Garden Grace. Uh, he's been written up in Food and Beverage magazine, Garnish Games here in Denver, uh, Chicken Fight. And yes, it's Chicken Fight, which is a whole bunch of different games and, and cocktail competitions throughout the city of Denver. He's been written up in Forbes magazine multiple times. And then also one of the biggest things I think is he was nominated for bartender, or Bartender Excellence Award of the year for hospitality and restaurant expo give it up for uh jacob pike who absolutely is an amazing amazing person beyond all these accolades but really give it up to him he's he's truly one of the best bartenders i know best mixologists that i know here in denver so thank you for being on brother and and thank you for stopping by
1: of course thank you
0: always always so a little introduction like we met each other what was it four or five yeah, something like that. Um, at Garden Grace, I, I walked in with, I think by myself at that point. And then, uh, I had a couple other friends come by the next time, but he was the first person that I met when I went in there. And I think the second person was the sommelier, which was absolutely hilarious because I had no idea who either one of these two people were whatsoever. Um, he's he's truly just one of the best people to to talk to he he has a wide range of knowledge and he he's absolutely hilarious you get him one-on-one and there are so many jokes this guy can tell it's not even funny so but yeah i mean let's let's jump in so how did you
1: become a bartender like what 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 was that like originally wanted to super fun story i actually wanted to be a pediatrician and then
0: wait you wanted to be a pediatrician yeah
1: and okay. uh, uh, passed out, first sight of blood uh, on one of the <laughs> days. So I was like, you know what? Uh, I've been bartending. I went to culinary school, bartended my way through culinary school, and just uh, it kind of went from there. Uh, started in the kitchen, actually, at Garden Grace. Uh, for the first couple years, I was there, and then trans transferred everything that I was learning, flavor uh, profiles, and how to... Uh, combined different flavors and wanted to elevate our bar uh so that's where we kind of transitioned into bar
0: right on right on so it's safe to say that you love being a mixologist over working in the kitchen
1: yeah i get to it's one of those not only do i get to create things and watch people enjoy them as i make it but i also still get to create Um, one of my mottos is create or die i think that you know you should constantly be creating something um for for me that's my self-worth is continually to create
0: well i mean you create all the time i mean i'm in there and i'm like what is this batch that you're doing like what the hell is this concoction i mean i think the last time you're doing clarified milk in a cocktail and i'm like what is this for like how are you clarifying this how are you doing all these different things it it was truly mind-blowing to me
1: that's
0: fun. like yeah i mean you are one of those people that i can constantly say is probably one of the most ingenious and, and invent adventurous and, and innovative mixologists that I've ever met. Like it's, it's truly amazing. Like what I've seen you do, it, it, it really is. And I mean, and then you have the big games, a big competition coming on what this week or next week, uh, three weeks, three weeks. And that's
1: in Vegas. What is it? So it's, um, it's, it's called the whiskeys of the West, uh, cocktail competition. Right on. So four different uh, bourbons, whiskeys from what they consider the West, Nevada, uh, Colorado, Texas. Um, Yeah, it's going to be really fun. Right on. And then that's a select group, right? Like 32 or 16? 16 bartenders from around the country. That's
0: insane. You're one of 16 bartenders that are going, I thought it was like 32, which don't get me wrong. That's still quite impressive regardless of what it is. I mean, but it's only 16 that they've, that's, that's amazing. Congrats on that brother. Yeah. appreciate it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So, um, when it comes to being a mixologist and, and, and elevating yourself into that kind of a category versus just being your your bartender or a bartender which don't get me wrong that's how you have to start and that's how you have to get the flavor profiles and understanding but when it comes to that like the craftsmanship and and the the scarcity of the people that are similar to you and of your elevation, I would say, like, how, how does that really work? Like, is it from the kitchen specifically, or is that just like trying different things?
1: I would say one, a lot is from being in the kitchen and understanding different flavor profiles, understanding, uh, learning when and what ingredients are in season. Um, for me, I always really think about things of, I want to give the guests something they didn't know that they wanted they didn't know that they needed, you yeah. Know? so it, that's always kind of been my m- mentality behind things, um, from like really going from, um, an entry level, uh, bartender mixologist to really trying to grow and, um, take things to a higher level, uh, for sure. Right on, right on. So, within that
0: like what really gravitated you. I know you're from Texas. Let's start there. I know you're from Texas. I I know that bourbons are starting to be really big and like you have uh Garrison Brothers which I know is one of your favorite brands, but like how how did you really get into bourbons or or was it always something that you've liked?
1: If honestly, it, it's been a wild ride of spirits of learning and growing in spirits. I was not a bourbon drinker by any means when I first got in. I liked agave spirits and gin way way more. Um Scotch, right at the beginning, and, and I feel like as I w- continue to grow and understand flavor profiles, it's one of those that it's bourbon is v- very complex. um And to have great bourbon, there's a lot of craftsmanship. Oh uh, yeah. To uh, kind of, I feel like it's it's that's that's the progression. You know, everybody starts to learn gin, then agave, okay, and you kind of dive in more into the bourbon once you start to understand more complex flavors. Got it. And then chartreuse is obviously like Man. one of the last, <laughs> as, as you know, my business partner
0: loves chartreuse and, and I keep teasing him about it. He's like, no, like you have no idea. Like this is the best thing ever. I go, that has got to be the number one bartender drink to get messed up
1: on just because it's so high in those, those, uh, uh, herbals and, and all of that. Like, but it's fun because it, it's been around like just that it's been around so long that it's in a lot of Classic cocktails. Like so French seventy five, right? No. Or
0: what what's the what's the champagne and chartreuse? Isn't there one like that? Or or what's the chartreuse drink?
1: There I mean, there's a bunch of French like cocktails with chartreuse in them. <laughs> a last word is last word, thank uh, you. Like the number one. Um but there's a lot of different like cordials and things that we use and call bartender duct tape because it works with a lot of different things. Wait, so that's a bartender duct tape? I would say we could use it in a lot. Of-
0: <laughs> I love that. I absolutely love that. You just fix everything with chartreuse. <laughs> Got it. Because it is so herbal. So you don't you do have all those different flavors? Okay. That that's that's very understandable. Okay. So when it comes when it comes to savory cocktails, because I know that you guys I, at least I've seen a shift and not just within Garden grace but also with other restaurants that there are becoming a lot more savory cocktails on their menu like how how does that shift really how did that come about? Is
1: it the generational or me, uh, me personally, man I think that you're just starting to get a lot more people that come from a culinary background and want to want to um enhance guest experiences with that savory pro- profile of cocktails um <laughs> <That hurt. laughs> uh, oh, sorry no uh but yeah i think they just want to grow that experience like you, you it's it's a l- it's way more fun to be able to to pair a dish with something that you're drinking that is very similar to that dish as well or oh, yeah. even complements it in a different way absolutely um, I that's my new thing right now is savory cocktails. I absolutely, that that's my jam right now. Just trying to figure out and manipulate flavors and use things from the kitchens that we normally don't see in cocktails, um, like a five wagyu like, beef fat, yeah, that like you A5 put in your high roller vukere. Of course, like it,
0: like that's it. truly like when you told me the first time you were doing that. I'm like, no way. It's like no way could you ever
1: huh said so you might have to edit that out oh yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> absolutely I mean we're no nori on this but um that's funny fuck you might have to you might have to use that a little bit or hit it hard wow that's gonna be a blooper <laughs> <laughs> okay so that's so, um, with the savory cocktails, so w- would like a Boulevardier, Boulevardier, and and some of those be considered that, or or what are you kind of saying in, in that? And
1: more, and for me, so you you have your classic cocktails like a Manhattan, like a Manhattan, which is you know your stirred cocktails, your flip, your highball, um, which there's all so many renditions and variations of these cocktails, and a lot of times we manipulate flavors with. We've been doing it for years with fresh berries and fruit and and more, like I would say, fresh herbs, like like mint.
0: Um, Like a mint juleps and stuff like that. And then like your Caribbean kind of style cocktails. Okay.
1: And now we want to integrate flavors that you normally don't see i mean i think maybe the whole start of it was probably doing like the bacon fat washed old-fashioned like that came around and then you started seeing everybody do it that was so cool too uh, and then another one was people started putting salt and espresso martini so it was like you were starting to see okay different kind of savory aspects in a small way um but now we're you can you can see people taking it really really to the next level like yourself i i would like
0: yes just say yes like yourself absolutely i mean come on who what's the banana is it a
1: bananas foster cocktail so yeah it's a chocolate covered banana and in an old-fashioned that's chocolate covered bananas my favorite dessert as a kid um i love a great old-fashioned so i also love rum i think rum is crazy underutilized oh my god and which ones do you guys have the the aged ones i mean there's there's so many it's it's kind of starting to rum is rum i feel like that's where everybody ends their career on it's like oh really yeah it's like you really don't understand all the different types and like single vineyard 25 year old aged single barrel rums that are like there that are just silly like dominican mostly yeah. well or just everywhere now yeah,
0: everywhere but more in like the tropics kind of an area just because that's where they can grow yeah. the sugar
1: canes and all that yeah. got it okay so but yeah, that we wanted to do a chocolate covered banana old fashioned, um, like you said right at the beginning. We clarified it. it's basically it, it happened back in the like that. It's like the 1860s, yeah, where this like housewife poured a bunch of brandy and lemons and milk and sugar <laughs> together, and then it curdled, and then she strained it through. Um, what, what's the sack that I'm thinking of? Uh, um, oh my goodness,
0: brown. You yep. Oh, it's f- uh, like a yep. Yep, and, uh, not, almost like not shiplap, but it's uh, uh yeah 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 very simple material. Yeah yeah yeah.
1: Got you. But she, she strained it through that, and like it, it literally acted as a filter. The milk curdled acted as a filter, and literally took all the colors and impurities from away from the brandy and the lemon and the and the milk. So she was trying to preserve like a cheesecloth, essentially, basically, um, burlap sack, burlap. Yep. There we go, um, and that's like. <laughs> kind of their first ever like clarified cocktail so that's oh, what wow. we do we we actually make house-made chocolate milk with this um beautiful milk chocolate wait 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 let's clarify something we or you and ben make the hut or make the the chocolate milk i make the chocolate <laughs> I mean, we, we work together as a team come up with recipes and then we teach our staff so everybody right right every, every person could could potentially do it but yeah we and we clarified with chocolate milk and orange juice and so it takes a lot of the flavor away adds this beautiful richness creaminess to the cocktail um with just hints of chocolate
0: right on right on fun absolutely and that's probably one of the most my, my favorite cocktails that you guys have especially for a dessert i'm like Oh my god. Like as soon as I took my first sip, I literally had the biggest smile on my face. And that doesn't happen very often when it comes to cocktails. Cause it's like either they're sometimes they're too sweet or they're just like that, a serious, like I just need a good, like strong Manhattan, a boulevardier. I need something, something strong just to take the today away for a little bit. I completely understand. Um so I, I do want to ask, you know you know how to develop cocktails you know how to to really mix and there's several bartenders within the city and mixologists in the city that that do a lot of those innovative things as well Yeah. but to the to the same time like what's your perspective on on how the consumers are starting to change how bartenders are doing things because of possibly some of that demand that you see like so for instance like when i come in i'm like listen i want a commonwealth and you're like, yeah, you're funny. 73 uh, ingredients, like no way. Like you can go to all these these places and get that. But like, and, and for example, like when people hear about, you know, a Boulevardier, because it is that, that traditional, you know, contemporary cocktail that you don't really see a whole bunch. But I started seeing more and more people have
1: it. So where, think, where do you see that shift in the concerns? one? I think people, the, because of the internet, it's yeah. way more... It's like a the knowledge that you can is is there for you to find. Yeah. So a lot more people are are researching or f- reading cocktail books, and then you know being home mixologists. You know. Yeah. Having their own home bar and playing around because it's very similar to you know doing fun things in the kitchen. Yeah. Um. So I think one that and um, I would say that's probably the most I would say where I definitely see it going in what's. What's really crazy is the N.A., the the non-alcoholic cocktail scene. Yeah, I've seen. Blowing up. I saw
0: almost a whole table the other night when I was with Scott that had N.A. drinks. And I'm like,
1: oh, that looks really good. Well, there's also. There's an N.A. bar that just opened up here. Yeah. Tons of um, N.A. spirits where they reverse engineer it, take the alcohol out. Um, use different types of peppers to give that heat on the back end. And yeah, some really fun stuff out there. I, I mean, I've actually had a couple really uh, the last couple of weeks some really, really awesome like NA beers, like craft I hazy IPAs and duels. Uh, <laughs> Bravo, duels. Of course not. No, no, I totally get it. But so we're like, which do you remember who made those? Like the hazy. I can't off the top of my head. Okay, I, can't, I cannot. I, I probably have some, some information sheets somewhere on them, but yeah.
0: But I mean, I get it. I know that you, you try basically all the liquors and beers that come in and, and things like that. So I get it. You can get lost in that world. I totally understand.
1: Exactly. <laughs> There's a, just a couple products out there. Right. I, I, I get it. Um, but no, it's, and it's, it's, you see, you're seeing it more and more. You're seeing, I had somebody the other day ask me if I had a, a, a non-alcoholic sparkling rosé. I was like, unfortunately I do not, but I will look into that because it sounds super fun. I mean, and does does
0: Davin know about it? No probably. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty awesome. I never heard of that, to be honest. I mean, I've heard of like, you know, the yeah. Welch's. I mean, yeah. of course, we're, I mean, we're all kids in the 90s,
1: right? In the 80s and whatnot. So. Well, I heard a good thing. It's like people after COVID want to be more social. They want to get out. And yeah. I, what, that whole saying, the fear of losing out. or Oh, yeah. FOMO. Yeah, absolutely. So it's like everybody wants to get out, but also you have to be you're responsible um i had a company i tasted with uh i believe their company is called liars l y or l i e r s okay they do a bunch of non-alcoholic things and they had a non-alcoholic oh i think i've seen them negroni yeah 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 oh he was like he's like it's not that i don't drink he's like but if i'm out with my buddies and i want to hang out all night but i want to drink negronis i'll have one negroni yeah i will have a non-alcoholic negroni and so I can actually pace myself a lot more and still be a social drinker. Yeah. Wow, that's really Oh yeah, a
0: liar, like like a uh uh a Greek or or uh, uh Irish liar, like, yeah. a, like a small heart basically, L-Y-R-E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so cool.
1: Yeah, so a lot of fun stuff. That's wild. I think oh okay, I've seen them before. Okay. So you guys have them now. Uh, we're doing a t- tasting to, right. to uh, for this next menu to have either a low ABV cocktail or a non-alcoholic, for sure.
0: Yeah, I hear they're good. Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't tried them myself. Um, I had the opportunity and then I was at that same location and they had a very, very allocated black label of a certain bourbon Earth. from a certain bourbon house named Weller. I know that's a it's a that's a great bourbon nick it's my favorite bourbon it's my favorite bourbon (laughs) as as i think the whole restaurant knows (laughs) your three favorite new cocktails that you have that are just like your staple right now that you're like i can go out if i'm at a nice place if i'm at a lounge and i know this is like a good good place to get a good drink what are some of those cocktails that that you
1: like and that you you like to get? Me personally, I love a good whiskey sour straight off the bat. Like that's my, if I'm going out on a, me and my wife going out for a date night on the town, that's normally my first go-to drink. Um, after that, I'd have to say a Tiki, some type of Tiki cocktail. I love a good Tiki cocktail. My personal favorite right now, Oh, man, probably the Jungle Bird, or a play on a Jungle Bird. We actually have a a super fun play. Um, hey, what's a Jungle Bird? A Jungle Bird, so um, this guy, oh, I can't remember exactly the year, but he moved to go work with the Hilton and opened up a bar for the Hilton. If, okay. If I memory serves me correct, um, and it was in Kuala Lumpur. I yeah yeah absolutely hilton um and so he, jeffrey ong yeah jeffrey ong and mm. in the 1970s yeah yep. you're basically like right there I, I knew where you were going so um but he created this tiki cocktail that was a little bit more bitter everybody thinks tiki everybody thinks you know bright and fresh and yeah. sweet and this one he added campari to this rum um and it, it just one. It's a, just a beautiful cocktail because of the color. Yeah, and he wanted to make it after all of the birds that you would see outside of this bar. Right on. Okay. So that's I would say probably my second cocktail right now. And then me, I also love a I love a Negroni. I, I just because of all of the different types of gins that are out there. Yeah, it could be you know dry. It could be floral it there's so many possibilities or citrus so what kind of gin do you
0: like because i know so for you i mean most people know if i'm drinking gin it's gonna it has to be like a hendrix or a botanist absolutely i love that botanical aspect to it and i know some people love it and i know some people absolutely hate it and they just love their dry gins
1: me right now hands down my favorite gin is gin uh agricolo uh the Bulg- the bulgare so huh super cool um northern italy guy uh goes to london falls in love with gin his family has had like vineyards for hundreds of years goes to london falls in love with gin moves back to um his vineyard in italy and tears up like 50 percent of these old vines so he can start planting um all kinds of different botanicals and like so he became this huge gin connoisseur now i believe has like the largest gin bar in Italy. And he's, okay. they're just calling him like a mad scientist of gin. Um, This has like cumin and coriander. And it's it, this, the, the gin agricolo is really different, but really awesome as well. It's Arthur's. Oh. It's actually Arthur's new favorite as well. One of our, our the oldest friend of mine. Wait, wait, what's it, what's it called? Gin. Yeah. Agricolo. Agricolo.
0: I got to find this cuz like the Oh, right on. Oh my gosh. This is absolutely this is Okay. I know generally where it is. Okay, so it's over on the uh um Sorry, on the eastern side of the the country near Syracuse and Catania, down the south part of uh Sicily. Sorry, the very south, but the yeah. the southeast side of the island, just south of Palermo. So,
1: wow. Okay. So that's a, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's killer stuff. They do some. He does some really fun fun things over there. But the Bulgarians, it just stands out crazy, super different. Yeah.
0: Wow, okay. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to come in and try some of that. Yeah. Definitely had to try some of that. So what, what would you make that cocktail with or that, that gin with besides having it an,
1: and just straight up as a martini? that's uh, always a cocktail to me. Mm. Right now, the one thing that it's been selling with the most, we have a couple of people that come in that they, they love a classic gin and tonic with it.
0: Really? Okay. Uh, so dope. what tonic do you guys use? Uh, we use Q tonic. Q, okay. Yeah. Right on. Because I know there's like 15 different brands
1: that yeah, have flavors and all this other stuff. Everybody has their, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like the Q. It's, yeah. It's, it, 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 it's, it stands up in cocktails, but it doesn't overshine the, the gin or whatever spirit you're using. Right on. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, it's awesome. I mean, i I typically do that or um, what's the other one? The Indian something? Fever Tree. Fever Tree. Thank you. Um, yeah, you have to do like the Mediterranean, uh, mix with that or, or something of that nature. Just cause like you said, I mean, the flavors are just so different.
1: So, so yeah, I would have to say those, those would be my three, three cocktails for sure.
0: So can you talk about three of the two or three of their
1: new ideas before they hit? (laughs) Um, Um, well, we actually really haven't everybody. It all starts with, you know, just a bunch of ideas. So nothing has been really came to fruition. Right on. But we're gonna do some really fun. We're, we do have some really fun stuff in the works. We also have um, some really fun things for a Tag Bar Burger Bar in the works. I'm so excited that you guys announced that Tag Burger Bar is coming back. I am so excited. It's gonna be super fun. Um, yeah, we it's we got some really great people uh, collaborating. Right on. We're gonna collaborate with, uh, collaborate with. So yeah, we're gonna have some some new fun things in the in the works. Um, we do have something right now. Uh, it's just so everybody knows National Manhattan Week right now. Oh, yeah, I'm coming in. Uh so we're are <laughs> doing a fun Angels NB Manhattan. Uh, so
0: is is a, talking about a Manhattan Week? Is a Boulevardier basically a, a a variation of that? No, it's a
1: think about this. Yeah, Negroni. Yeah, with bourbon instead of gin. Oh, this, that is a.
0: Fantastic. That's easy. <laughs> Super easy. So then, so with that, would you make it more of like a a, a flavorful bourbon then, or like a or or something that's it just kind of not so
1: hot. Or for me personally, I when I do anything like that, yeah, uh, I really love to use a weeded bourbon personally. So, but not a well or twelve. You would never use a well or twelve, or not. I mean, it, I mean, you I could, like to say this, it, and it's just very much. I'll make your cocktail however you like it because I'm not going to judge you for what how your flavor profile is or or what you want to drink. Yeah, fair. You know, so, you know, if you want, you know, a Paloma with 1942, of course I got you. I got a
0: new row (laughs) back (laughs) there.
1: So, yeah. Yeah, Chance
0: found an eagle row. He's like, yeah, here's a gift for you. I'm like, oh. That's fun. Damn, thanks. (laughs) So I was like, next time can you get, like, you know, like the 17-year – 25 we're gonna try to (laughs) no i thought i a chance to get one of those he's like yeah right (laughs) he's like i don't i don't have that right now i'm like that's fair brother that's fair so um so when it comes to cocktails like i know you guys have people of all varying like favorite profiles and things like that but when when you do get those unique drinks like does that excite you guys or do you guys prefer to do like more stuff that you guys
1: have already done that's on the menu? I mean, we personally, a lot of times we like to see, you know, what we've created. Yeah. But it's also one of those things that it's fun. And no matter what, if somebody comes in cocktail, you haven't made for a while. That's a classic making it for him and, and seeing the expression, like, you know, you, you can tell, you can immediately tell. Right on. And that's, and that's what I also think, you know, not just, you know, being creative, but also being very personable Right. And also being understanding how to read people is one of the biggest things. And so understand how you're going to, your the, the service is going to go. Right on. So,
0: um, so tying into all that with like the different flavor profiles and people varying like, you know, experiences with mixing and stuff. If you're having a, a party or something like that and you want to have like, a cocktail of 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 choice or or something like that that you can make pretty quickly pretty easily what what would that be what what would you say would be fun and easy say summer and winter time
1: for me i would definitely do my my new favorite right now uh, and especially as like a get together um one to do a lower abv cocktail right on um, use bubbles um Aperol spritz is always fantastic. You want to, you know, an easy way to, you know, change the flavor profiles by adding, you know, fresh juice or a little bit of sugar um, instead of topping it with bubbles, doing like a fun San Pellegrino flavor. Um, But it's still it's a lower ABV cocktail. You can garnish it from fresh fruit to fresh mint to I mean, yeah, whatever, cucumber, (laughs) anything, and, and it would it would it would go well at a party right on leave especially yeah right on a few people over start the evening off having a cocktail super easy yeah one last question absolutely last question but
0: what are some of your favorite bourbons and some of your favorite gins? and i'm curious because you know i i like certain one a like, few bourbons few gins, and stuff like that but I'm, I'm very new into the bourbon world very new still i would say that i'm I'm not necessarily green in it anymore, but like I'm still new to like the different flavors and and kind of really narrowing down the four or five different ones that I like. But what what would you say would be some of your kind of go tos directly? Of like gin and bourbons, the stuff that like some people may not have heard. You know, I
1: mean, nothing to obscure me. One, I would say gin. I really like Deviation Gin. It's local here in in, in Colorado. Um, they do um, two or three different variations, um, but their Colorado Mountain Herb is just it's beautiful. Is that
0: a new one? Is that limited or no? It's been around for a
1: while. Which color is that? Is that like the green one? Green one. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we we've done cocktails with their stuff. Um, it's a beautiful it's a beautiful gin at a reason at at, at a super uh, reasonable uh, price point as well. Yeah. Um, So that would definitely be one go-to for me. You can find it everywhere. Everywhere, especially here in Colorado. (laughs) Um, Bourbon, man, I would also say keep it local. Um, I I love Laws. They do a bunch of different expressions. Their rye is amazing. Um, We actually use their two-year rye in a cocktail. Um, It's just a a very versatile bourbon where you could go from a whiskey sour to Lavardier to got you Manhattan with that rye or just almost any of that, I would say a lot of them right a lot on. of different ones cool so and then um, um a couple more yeah um let's see Saint George they they're probably a little bit more popular okay. um they, out of California do some really really great stuff right on um my personal uh, favorite out of there is they do a dry rye um gin which is kind of like that. Their play on a London uh, style. Got you. Like a London dry gin. Yeah. Um, with just a different twist. It's awesome. Oh, okay. Right on. Yeah. Right on. A little hot, but still it's got crazy, <laughs> great flavor.
0: Still verbacious. Oh, yeah. So, right on. Right on. Well, thanks again, man. I really appreciate you coming on, talking about different bourbons, talking about different places and everything else like that. And, and really, I'll, I'll see you tonight. Well, I'll probably see you tomorrow. Probably not tonight, but definitely I'll see you tomorrow. So, you guys are doing, um, uh, an event next week but i know that you guys are doing a bunch of stuff this week too so thank you again um so the next episode is gonna be a little bit more interesting i'm actually gonna bring in uh dj squizzy and a couple other people get them on and talk to them and kind of party and that's fun you know <laughs> so but uh, and i know you know him so he's a great guy great dj and everything else uh, but thank you everyone for tuning in and Please subscribe, check out the channel, and look forward to seeing you guys next week. Cheers.